Hey everybody, guess what? Today feels a little summer like, right? Not even summer. Early spring, spring. weather breakish, whatever may have you. And I know, especially for the ladies out there, because this is especially for you, you know, it's time for you to get some new clothes. Let's do it. Um, you know, everybody's wearing Fashion Nova, no. And on top of that, Rainbow just ain't the way to go all the time. So that's why we're here. Today's show is actually sponsored by Kalubi. Let's bring some joy into your life into your wardrobe with one of a kind style. Hot girl song may be over, but that doesn't mean you can't look fly. You deserve something new and fresh to wear. Look no further than Kalubi. That's right. Kalubi is an amazing brand that features funky, fashion-forward styles with a modern Afrocentric twist for everyone. And they just debuted new colors of their athleisure leggings line called Faraha for the fall. Faraha means joy, and that's what you will feel in these one-of-a-kind printed leggings. These leggings are great for yoga, running, and just relaxing around the house. Kalubi's goal is to keep you looking cool. Oh, but wait, there's more exclusively for our listeners. If you use coupon code WRYH2020 upon checkout, you will get an additional 10% off your first order. That's right. Be sure to check out um, at Kalubi underscore official on Instagram and Twitter and go to www.evelynkalubi.com and get yourself something new, something one of a kind today because you deserve. Yes, you do deserve. That's www.evelynkalubi.com. Go and get you some. And don't forget to use that checkout code WRYH2020 to get 10% off. Let them know Lonnie and Marla sent you. That's right. That's right. And now it's time for us to get into this show. Let's do it. I think we should open with a, a word. A word. A word. Yeah. <sighs> Sunday a is day, day of rest. rest. But not for me. <laughs> That's right, whores. Welcome right. back. Welcome back to because y'all know I gave y'all songs for me mm-hmm. It was time to give y'all just some random shit we found on the internet. Um, so welcome to um, Millennial Scalding 105. That's right. Um, common Sense, the common denominator, 12. No, oh, excuse me. I'm wrong. 201. 201. Yes. Okay. Advanced class. Advanced. Because you can't, not everybody can get here. Mm-hmm. Um, and every day, every week, you guys make us question why we named the show the way we did, but um, it brings us back because we're here to ask this question again. Who raised you, hoes? Um, I am your one of a kind host. I am Monique. <laughs> I was not prepared. 
make it make sense. And I am your co-host, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yes, God! <laughs> oh, one of my first husbands in my him. head. We can fight. We, listen, we can have fisticuffs. We can have fisticuffs about Malcolm Jamal Warner. I'm over that handsome. Mm. We can fight later. Made, made my little bussy jiggle a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, let's just get right into the shenanigans of this week. Mm-hmm. So um, let's get into it. We had three deaths that started this week. Um, it literally started on Monday because I think all three of these people passed in the same day. Was it all the same day? Yeah, it was all the same day. Damn. I'm looking. Um, hold on, let me make sure I'm correcting this. Yeah, no, wait. No, I think this one was, it was early in the week, but it wasn't Monday. Okay. So, here we go. Um, first things first, we lost the first one that came at the beginning of the week is Esther Scott. If you guys don't know who Esther Scott is, she played in a lot of films. She normally played like a mother role, but her most iconic mother role was You Got Served. Situated. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, she passed away due to a heart attack. Um, and then literally <gasps> in her. Yes. Oh. That's Esther Scott. Okay. And then later on, we lost a, a television icon. Yeah. A legend to say the least. Um, we lost Jeanette Dubois. If you guys don't know who um, Jeanette Dubois is, Jeanette Dubois played Walona on Good Times. Mm-hmm. She also put, I think she made several appearances on shows after Good Times ended, I mm-hmm. think. She also starred in the Robert Townsend film I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. She played his, mom, his mother in that movie. Mm. So she, um, they didn't announce exactly how she came, but it did come out. And then, of course, I want to say this happened Wednesday or Thursday, mm-hmm. where we got the news that Pop Smoke had unfortunately lost his life. Um, he was shot and killed during a home invasion. Now, there's so much to elaborate because I did not know this young man was only 20. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I promise you, as deep as his voice was, I would have swore up and down that this man was like, 28, 29. I've never heard any of his music, so. I mean, what's the I'm sorry, I, I can get that so deep so long. What's up? Give me a hit. Come on, you. I can't. Oh, you can Wow. Because you can get hit. Oh, okay. Baby. <laughs> okay, this is all a good spirits. Anywho, um, there's a lot of things, and I've talked to like people that are affiliated with the streets, and they were also specifying that um, there's a possibility that one of, that his best friend set him up because he was around him for like two weeks straight, just about, and they also found a slip of how they found out where he lived. He thinks um, a sponsor, and he actually showed the messenger bags that came from the sponsor. Now, on for those of you guys that don't know the inner workings of how most sponsors are that come from like clothing companies and stuff, they have messenger bags that they send their stuff through. Okay. And when they send their messenger bag, the messenger bags and stuff, it has the address on the bag. This is why most people, when they think they're sponsors, they just wear the clothes. Mm. 
Right. They just wear the clothes or they'll ensure that the label is not showing. There's reasons behind what they do. And this was just an example of a, just a negligent mistake. So, and the funny part was the best friend that they are looking, that they possibly could be looking at that's linked to all of this, he was in the house when all this happened. So, if he got killed, why are you alive? Right. Not a scratch, nothing. You're alive. But he was shot and killed in that house. But you're still alive to tell the story. That's crazy. So, you gotta watch your people, man. You gotta watch people. <sighs> um... So I told Marlon I had a rant. Oh shit! Um, and I'm gonna let it out. It's gonna be. We might be here a while. It's oh, gonna be shit. okay. It's one of those. Yes. So sip your wine because it's right. about to go down the deal. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, um, winter stroll. Um, Autumn's Leaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's her name. Summer Walker. <sighs> um, decided that she wanted to get a little infuriated and post about it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Um, she posted this in her story because she was upset because someone had stole her MacBook. Mm-hmm. Now, um, she went on to her Instagram story in a create mode and wrote the following. Are you ready? I already know it, so just... Whoever stole my laptop off that L.A. flight last night can suck a fat, stinking, uncircumcised, HIV-infected dick. Um, literally, within that same hour, Summer's boyfriend, London, who, London on the track, who's her boyfriend, replaced mm-hmm. the MacBook. <laughs> after it was stolen and then she said she felt stupid for getting mad as you should have so I had a whole argument on Twitter with a guy Mm -hmm. um, in regards to cadence and tone Mm -hmm. and delivery (laughs) so here we go this is what I have to say I understand that you can get mad but it causes you literally nothing to be mindful of the actual platform that you have created for yourself um, not everybody is cognizant of what they say or how it might affect you, let alone the people that work alongside you. Right. It, it causes you nothing to be sensitive. And I get it. You were upset. It was in the heat of the moment that you might have said it. But that was just so low. Tacky, unwarranted, unnecessary. Like an HIV insult is like... Who has time for that? Like, you literally could have said everything under the sun, but you decided that you wanted to say this. And then I had an argument with someone, and he was like, that's like saying someone like, why are you looking? Are you blind? I'm like, there's a complete difference between the two. Because asking someone, are they blind because they're not paying attention to what's going on in front of them, and making an actual insult that indicates saying, I hope someone sucks an HIV-infested penis. They're two completely different things. Oh, we should let her slide on this. No, we should hold her accountable is what we should do because you're an artist. At the end of the day, you don't know who you're entertaining, who you're bringing to light, like basically who you're performing for, who's streaming your shit. This is why it's important for you to pay attention to your audience. 
let alone watch your fucking mouth. This is why artist development needs to be a thing again. <laughs> when did they stop doing artist development? Years ago, they stopped doing artist development, and it needs to go back into effect because half of y'all just be letting the most ignorant shit fly out of your mouth. Just fly. And don't give a shit. Don't give not one fuck until they start losing money. Then they give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Then they give a fuck. This is why she has not said anything about it. She let it go. She moved on like nothing ever happened. But hey, y'all still like over it. So you want to listen to her anyway. So I don't see the point. I don't see the fucking point, but go off sus. Go the fuck off. So you have options here. And I'm going to give them to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, We could talk about the fallout. Okay. The rebound. Uh huh. Or um, <laughs> heels. <clears throat> yeah, let's go with heels. So here we are. <laughs> Sway Lee is set to design men's heels for a gender-neutral fashion line with Giuseppe. Um, it's coming out that Sway Lee is taking his talents to the fashion industry with a brand new fashion line with Giuseppe. The fashion expansion is one of Sway's many business ventures that he will create a gender neutral fashion line that includes men's heels, canvas boots, suede loafers, and sneakers. Now. Y'all about to act stupid. I'm just... Say it, let it out. I'm over it already. Let the, let the lawyer I'm over it already. Let the lawyer Like, props to him. Get your shit done. Get your coin. But y'all about to clown. Men don't wear heels. See, this is that emasculation of the black men shit we keep talking about. And the gays keep trying to push this agenda and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, can shut the fuck up. Just stop. I don't even want to hear it. I just don't. And I know y'all about to start with this. I know you are. I'm interested to see what they look like. But I also know that this is going to come with a bunch of unnecessary dialogue that I just don't care to hear right now. So, speaking of bullshit that's coming along, um, the theme, and I promise you, I think this is the last week that this will be on the actual chopping block for us to discuss. I'm praying mm-hmm. that y'all learn to just shut the fuck up about things you know nothing about. <sighs> the day will come when y'all shut the fuck up about things y'all know nothing about. So, um... I'm going to actually play a clip and because I, I never uh, my just general annoyance to this person has reached an all time high that anything that's related to him. I just disregard and ignore and act like I don't see it. So let's have some fun today on this good old Sunday. I go to Planet Fitness. They racist. They haters. They just put me out Planet Fitness because of what I said about Dwayne Wade's son. And they said I said a video of one of their employers was it's assumption. They chasing for Dwayne Wade, son, so don't go to Planet Fitness no more. Nobody, nobody goes to Planet Fitness. They got roaches in it. <laughs> so, um, for those of you guys that don't know, um little rascal, um, the bottom bunk, um, badass, little bottom bunk, badass, prison bottom. Um, after following his notorious video going off about someone else's parenting skills because he lacks some thereof, um, 
it came out that he went to a Planet Fitness. Um, uh, I'm gonna assume it's near wherever he lives. Right. Um, and the old, the manager of the Planet Fitness, who just so happens to be family, <laughs> hey sis, um, denied him entry into Planet Fitness regard um over the comments that he expressed in said video in regards to someone else's parenting skills. Um. <laughs> This is the kind of bickering that I like to see. Mm. Oh, and then they have roaches there. But you're but you're in your feelings and up in arms about not being able to get in. You can't hate from outside the club. Yeah. How are you upset? I would love to understand, let alone fathom, why the heteros are so fixated with what we do and how we identify ourselves. I would love to know that. Like, I feel like that needs to be the conversation. Why are you, in the words of Mariah, and I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? Like, why are you obsessed with what gay men do in the bedroom? Why are you obsessed with what people decide that they want their pronouns to be? And it causes you nothing to properly place the proper gender on this child. She wants to be referred to she, her, not he, him. She's transitioning, sweetie, which means though she is too young to actually go through the surgery, she's taking the precautions to prepare herself to do so. It costs you nothing to respect it. It costs you nothing if you don't respect it to shut the fuck up and mind your goddamn business. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to. It's annoying. Everybody and their mother has a fucking opinion about this shit and half the people that got opinions barely raise their own fucking kids. (laughs) You barely have your kids. You barely raise your fucking kids. They're with a fucking nanny. But yet we have so much goddamn shit to say about this fucking shit. Of course. I'm tired of talking about it. Well... That's not gonna fucking happen. That's not gonna happen because nobody knows how to mind their fucking business if they don't agree with something. You can sit here like, oh, I don't care. Obviously, you care if there's a post about you talking about it. You fucking care. (sighs) Moving the fuck along. (sighs) I got fired up. So you got you guys all are aware that um, Keisha Cole Slaw um, has a talk show on Fox. Um, what is this Fox Soul? Mm, Fox has a soul. I didn't think they had one. Um, and she welcomed on one of my favorite basketball wives, Tammy. Tammy Roman, former basketball wife, might I add, and she. Asked her the current state of her friendship with Shawnee O'Neill, and um, Tammy had this to say. Shawnee, Shawnee, yeah. she's, I mean, she's she's a, close, right? Uh, I, I thought in my mind, uh oh, <laughs> that we were close, and I thought that we had a camaraderie and a sisterhood and a mutual respect for each other. You know, over the past three seasons, I kind of felt like, um, the lack of friendship was shown rather than the sisterhood as it wow. came to me. So you, I'm going to stop it there. So, um, as you guys are not aware, Tammy basically bowed out of basketball eyes with the past season that just left. 
Um, it was her last season on the show. Huh. Um, and she basically made a reference to 2016, and I believe 2016 is when Evelyn Lozada came back to the show. Right. And of course, Tammy found a problem with that. Um, obviously, we would we were uh, excuse me, we would have thought as viewers that their friendship was working perfectly. Yeah. Or it was on track to being repaired, and they worked past their former issues. But no, Tammy held on to them. And when Evelyn came back, it created a new can of worms. So uh, she bowed out. And of course, she because she bowed out, it kind of affected her friendship with Shawnee. And now here we are. Tammy's doing her own damn thing and has nothing to do with basketball-wise. Anyway. Well, how are you going to be mad? Because... No, this is a place. Let it out. This is a safe place. How are you going to be mad? Because I decided to move on from a toxic space in my life. You can't be. You can't. Yes, sir. Um. So, Lark Varhees. I hope I Lark Varhees. Oh, that's how you pronounce that name. Yes. It sounds funny. Like Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? Jason Voorhees, Friday the Thirteenth. Jason. Oh. Oh. Okay. You didn't know that either. Okay. No, I didn't. It's fine. It's fine. Um. Anywho. Um. <laughs> moving right along. The train is on track. So. She decided. Lark decided to go on to what is this? It's not Doctor Phil. It's the other guy. What is his name? Um, she appeared on la, 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 the Doctor Asha. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, where she spoke about her mental health. Um, basically diagnosis and all that good stuff. I think she was diagnosed with either bipolar or schizophrenia. Mm. I forget which one, but it was definitely apparent. Most of the people that saw when she was going through first went through her issues, it was evident that she had an issue with mental health. So now, Saved by the Bell is actually pushing forward with a reboot for the show, and Lark was not invited. Um, for, of course, for obvious reasons, and even she said it in an interview when she read her journal to her original response to it. Is of course she was hurt that she wasn't invited, but she was happy that she got to be a part of something that's still basically a fixture in the culture for today. Okay. So it's different. Like that's the part that she takes away, but she's of course hurt that she was not invited. Um, it's kind of like the same thing that happened when they decided to reboot That's So Raven with Raven's Home, mm-hmm. but they did not invite Orlando Brown for clearly obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. Um, listen at least she knows what's wrong with her and she's getting the help that she deserves Hmm. um much blessings to lark hope to see you in the future and something fabulous spectacular over the top um just everything in life and more uh let's see i'm giving you options again um we've talked about that um do you want to talk about sensitivity training, infidelity, or let's see, um, um, the price is right. The price is right. Layla Ali <laughs> um, basically went on to a show where she's, um, this is, I think, ESPN where it's a newcomer, Clarissa Shields, who is calling out Layla that she wants to fight her, but uh, wants to face her in the ring. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, not because, you know, when people say fight, people think, like, in the street, y'all just going out. 
exactly like you know when you have money in class there has to be a tone for that and a coin that has to be appropriated so of course she noticed that of course Clarissa kept calling her out and they brought it up to her when she appeared on ESPN and she said the only way that she would come out of retirement is if the price is right Meaning, are you giving me five million? Are you giving me ten million? Because I'm not coming out for anything less than what I just said. Pay me. Pay me. If you want to see me come out of retirement just to fight Clarissa, that can happen, but the money must be right. Now, the thing is, Layla um, Ali is 42. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also a mom. She has multiple streams of income, so she's like, I'm not hurting for the money. It's just more so. You want to see me fight? Right. You're gonna pay me right. Exactly. And that's just where it's at. You know, I mean, I applaud her for staying in her ground. Like, yeah, she can sit here trash talk me all she likes, but if I ain't getting paid right, it's not going down. Wait, bitch, you trying to fight me? Not the way around. Hello, somebody. Um, so, uh, um, this morning, a video was uploaded to the the gram of Insta. Um, and it's a pretty apparent that somebody might be with child. Who? Oh, Nikki Mirage. Um, there was a video that surfaced that Nikki and um, Kenneth Petty, her husband, okay. traveled back to Trinidad where she was born. Where she was born. Mm-hmm. And in the video, Ken is making reference, like he's rubbing her midsection mm-hmm. and making turns, like making reference to like dad, like daddy or dad, and is like. Are you trying to say she's pregnant? Like nobody knows what's going on, but I know for a fact that I think the majority of the reason why she's taking this break technically from releasing music is she's trying to start a family. So, and I think that was the whole purpose of her even getting married was she wanted to start a family, huh. which is nothing wrong with that at all. But I mean, Nicki Minaj as a mother. <sighs> <sighs> The trauma. The trauma that poor child would go through. Mm. The trauma that child would go through. Congratulations, Nikki. Um, speaking of bundles of joy, um, apparently Jay Bug of B2K was just welcomed the new child into the world. Congratulations. Um, congratulations. I mean, you're still not on the Millennium Tour round two, but um congratulations. I can't two things. Much. Um, who else? Okay, so earlier this week, Kalani put out on Valentine's Day, she put out a song with her now former lover YG called Conclusions. Mm -hmm. Shortly after, Kalani went into the studio in a mood and put out Valentine's Day parentheses shameful. And basically, if you know Kalani, she kind of speaks in riddles because it pertains to what happened with her and YG. Mm. So Joe Budden decided to jump on the said podcast and give a critique and also, from my understanding, also make reference to her suicide attempt. And Kalani laid into that ass on Twitter. As she should have. Um, So she said Joe Budden is a joke. She said... um, He's um, basically she tweeted Joe Button as a joke, and she also tweeted to him the amount of misinformation and lies and lameness in this episode about me and you use my face. LOL is LOL. Gotta love it. So like, we love you. It's jokes feel better. Um, and then he sounds like you artists never take a peek through the pra- uh, through the years of praise, but want to jump out of windows when you hear something you don't like. Newsflash: I'm not friends with you niggas. <sighs> 
Joseph, um, it's been pretty clear throughout the the course of time that you are not friend of women. No. Um, you, I think you actually kind of hate them. Um, if you remember when him and Crystal from the Read actually bumped heads, yeah. and she kind of sunk him, and he got upset that she uh-huh. sunk him. And Crystal still keeps her foot on his neck. Listen, because you came into the house that I built. The lane that I create, that I sat here and created, architect and design, and here you come making money from what I started. Right. It's like every single podcast pays homage to the read because if it wasn't for them, none of us would be here. Let's be honest about it. Even the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. Nobody would be here if it was not for the read. So it's like you cannot sit here and try and shit on them because you have a separate television show. Right. You have a number one rated podcast, like one of the top rated podcasts, but you're only available on one streaming service exclusively through Spotify. You, you cannot find it elsewhere. You don't know money. You don't know. I mean, it's fine. I mean, the read came well after you did State of the Culture, but right. I mean, the read on Fuse came well after you State of the Culture. That's fine, but it's more so, I think, I don't know why I still feel like this hurt aura come from him. Don't know why, but Joe? yes, mm. I feel like he someone hurts you, and I feel like you need to be on a couch with your feet laid up hmm. and let the therapist ask a question because <laughs> you need it. Who hurt you? Listen, who raised you up? Who? Because who hurt you? I would love to know. Dude is a piece of work. Like, it's no easy way to put it. He is really a piece of work. And I'm glad Kalani stuck up for herself and said, no, fuck you. This is all false information. And here you go, thinking that it's funny because it's on my expense. Okay, now. Bye-bye, then. So, um, I... If you know me, you know I have a love-hate relationship with Amanda Sills. Mm. Um, however, she sunk an extra guess when they spoke about the 1,000th episode of The Real. And she said, how does it feel, like she asked the girls around the table, how does it feel like you've basically been, basically you've been walking down those steps for a, a, like a, basically at a thousand times at this time. Well, not you because you're a newbie. She said, hold on, hold on, stop. So, and then she made reference to her and Jeannie bumping heads on the show before, mm-hmm. and basically said, well, we didn't bump heads. She said, because if we bump heads, there's only going to be one head standing, and that is going to be mine. Oh. And as you can see, we're here, we're good. Not to mention, like, Lonnie and Jeannie were giving her, like, love taps on the hand, mm-hmm. kind of let her know, like, it's fine, we're here, calm, like, we got this, you can calm, you can be right. calm. But, of course, Amanda is still Amanda and still had to sign her. It's like, no, I'm not going to let you get away with that fuck shit. <laughs> like I said, love-hate relationship with her. So, um, as... I, I don't know how I feel about this last one that I have. Because I think we're going to close out um, scroll on with this one. So, recently on Marriage Boot Camp, um, Jocelyn and her now boyfriend, I think Ballestine, is his name? Ball. He Ballestine. Don't listen. Let's be perfectly clear. He um <gasps> he got bent out of shape because he saw Jocelyn feed they had a party at the mansion and he saw Jocelyn feed a grape to a guy. And he got completely bent out of shape. And this is kind of how the argument went. Mm. 
Come on, party on. What you mean why I'm mad? Get the side, man. Oh, party. Oh, man. Got ass. Come on, man. Party over, man. She must know that down, man. Hey, man, come on, man. What you talking about? Let's go. What's wrong with you, man? Come here. Yo, stop. Yo, you think this is a game, man? I'm not playing with her, man. Somebody fruit, and then you tell me it's a young boy. I don't tell nobody about what we did to him. Man, are you serious? Not man, you're not an example. You are not. What's wrong? Not as broad. That's what. what? Are you kidding me? Disrespect me. I told you, treat me like a kid. Yeah, bro. Party. So that was the fight the two of them had. She eventually owned up to what she did and apologized to him. Like, and basically humbled herself. Hmm. To this, I say, the Lord works in mysterious ways because for once I can say this, Sis has finally met her match. Well, let's be perfectly clear. If you watch Love and Hip Hop, how he reacted to that is kind of how she reacted to Stevie in several instances when they were together. Now the tables have turned and you got somebody that holds you accountable to your shit. Well, he holds you accountable. He shows his emotions and he also tells you, don't fucking play with me. Like, no, I saw you. Don't try to act like it did not happen. I told you how to treat me. And everyone's like, oh, he's hitting her. No, he's not. Mm. First of all, let's be perfectly clear. If a man is putting his hands on you, nine times out of ten, and this is, excuse me, a scale of back, like eight times out of ten, sometimes the signs are there, and it's blatantly obvious. Mm -hmm. And this, he was in his emotions. Stop thinking because someone is passionate and not allowing you to mistreat them that all of a sudden it means that you're being abused. It's not. It's just, I know what I want. I know how I should be treated, and you're going to follow protocol. Get it, tell me. Okay, not gonna do this shit. Not gonna do this shit. Find somebody else to play stupid for you, cause it ain't gonna be me. Mm-hmm. And that's just on period. Period. Period, poo. And that is it for scroll on, girl. Did you flush? Spray a little bitch. Holy shit. <sighs> These glasses are empty, bitch. Refill tank. Can I get a refill? Be right back. No, um, while we were filling our cups, I, I, I genuinely, I, I have a question. Okay. Sit down. It's okay. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. It's all right. No question. For the people. Come on. Okay. Um, it's, it's been hard for me to come forth with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I can let it out. You can do it. Come on. Come on, yes, you can do it. What am I trying to say? I don't know. You don't know? What are you trying to say? I haven't talked to you since you're listening to Y'all better send some goddamn listening letters. What is the problem? We know y'all listening. We see your numbers. We know you're out there. Y'all out there somewhere. We know you're out there. So listen. My number's somewhere. Listen, all you gotta do, all you gotta do, all social media platforms, Facebook, IG, Twitter, Yes, and then, then we have an actual email set up. Yes, us. yes. So, WRYH Podcast on all social media platforms. And then, and then, 
in if and you want to send an email. Yes, God. Send an email. Send I don't like crying to y'all. Send an email. Give them an email. At at gmail.com. Once again, it is askwrihpodcast at gmail.com. Listen. What so is your excuse? I mean, what, what's the problem? You ain't got nothing. The smartphone is in your hand right now. Y'all got problems. We got answers. So, send in your listener letters, questions, comments, concerns. Let us know how you feel in the show. Maybe it's something you want us to talk about. But you got to send it in. If we don't talk to you, we won't know. That's right. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired. My, yes. My, I'm tired I, of handing him tissue. Y'all stressing me out. You. Just you? Y'all stressing Lonnie out, too. Uh, Clearly, he's crying. Clearly, he's crying. He won't fight with me today. But anyway, yes, yeah. make sure you make that happen. And he can, uh, he can leave. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> he can leave for real, y'all. Oh my God. He gave his booty a smack. And we're back. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Wait, are you judging me? Just a little bit. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. That means my job is being done. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking can't with you. What's up, y'all? It's time for the thread. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Y'all know we've been heavy, heavy for a couple of episodes now. We got the to... with this microphone. Mm-hmm. I do a very good job at it though. I'm gonna say so myself. You too. You yeah. too. You know. Anyway, today we are going to talk about about it. The importance or lack thereof of the zodiac when it comes to relationships, friendships, and the like. Pisces, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you can't like say the zodiac without saying it like that now. Yeah. She did make a. She made a mark with that one. You know, when you seen Beyonce and Missy Elliott together in a room and create a timeless piece like Signs, yeah. you know? Yeah. Taste. Mm-hmm. It jumped out. So we can do something that they've been doing on Twitter and the Facebooks and the like and all that good shit. Twitter's and the Facebooks. Um, yes, yeah. so... Talk about it. Tell us your sign and what signs created you. You gotta do all that. What's going on, y'all? Oh no! Oh no! My name is Monique. Uh huh. I'm a Gemini. I was created by two Libras. One was a cusp of a Scorpio. Yeah. Ooh. Uh huh. And created a Gemini cusp Cancer. Oh. Oh. That's right. That's oh, right. Oh. That's mother loving right. Oh okay. That's right. You had a really interesting mix. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Mind you, we ain't gonna get to the fact that my parents' birthdays are literally five days apart. Oh. Literally five oh. days. Well. Well, this is interesting because I was created by two Capricorns and I'm a Libra. Wow. And what's even more interesting is that my mom and dad's birthdays are seven days apart. We're family. <laughs> family. Seven days apart. Is it seven days? I think it's seven days. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. on my end, my father's the 16th, my mother's the 21st. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait. No, not six days. It's three. It's three. 
Cut in half. It's three. That's right. It's three. I love it. Mm, I'm sorry. Cool. I'm sorry. I'm talking to our imaginary engineer that's in the room. Not the engineer. The imaginary engineer in the room. Work producer. Produce my itch. So how was it growing up with two Libras for parents? My God. (laughs) So I know the Libra so well. It is scary how well I know it. Um, Libras are fair, but Libras are extremely private. They don't like everyone in their business. They hate it. They despise that shit. They will literally ensure of their privacy. Goddamn right. It is their like top priority. Like, don't I want everybody in my business? <laughs> oh shit! But if you love loyalty, that is a Libra. It literally it set the tone for how I am with my friendships. If I fucks with you, I fuck with you. Okay. The only person that can fuck that up is you. Hmm. Well, how was it, Marlon? Tell us. How was it being raised by two Capricorns? Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I was technically raised by one. Oh. You know, because Pop was a Rolling Stone and all that good shit. Whenever he made his hat, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> although, I ain't going to the next part. Oh, uh, right. Um, although he did get his chance like later on in life after I came out, because I went to live with him after I came out. But being raised by a Capricorn, um... That, that, that's the part. It's not part. Let's let's travel along the road. Let's travel. My mom. Why? Huh? I never knew after you came out, you went to live with your dad. Yeah. So why? That's another episode, child. Okay. <laughs> so National Coming Out Day is going to be interesting this year. Because it's my birthday. Okay. Cool. I was born on National Coming Out Day. Yes. Um, Capricorns are interesting creatures. My mom, well, my mom is the person I get my like kind of sunny disposition from. She's very sweet and loving. Uh, yeah. So I kind of get all that stuff from her. It was cool. Mm -hmm. I can't really lie. It was cool. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. All right. So what are some of your worst traits? As a Gemini. Come on. Ooh, child. Oh. I love us for real, but Lord Jesus, sometimes these moon swings be killing me. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, one minute. I, and then the sad part is sometimes, sometimes, mm-hmm. I can be upset for no reason. Nothing. And literally five minutes later, I am fine. Like nothing ever happened. It, I, I don't know. I don't know. Now, do you find that trait in, in, in more Gemini's than just you? Yes. Yes. It, it happens. But the thing that I, the one thing I have, and the ultimate pet peeve that I have when and I'm wait no. Am I jumping ahead by discussing generalizations of the signs? Yeah, sure. Okay, go continue. All right. So just mood swings is your worst trait. To me, that's my worst trait. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll discuss generalizations because that's the next part I was going to end up uh-huh. on. Mm. As a Libra, mm-hmm. you know, what is your worst trait? Incisiveness. 
Really? Yeah. I think that's my worst. You don't? That's my worst. You Because it keeps me in a space sometimes. The indecisiveness will put me in a space of procrastination. Mm-hmm. Because I'll like I'll take forever to like make a decision, and this and this is not on everything, people. Mm-hmm. But there are certain times and certain things where it's just like I can't make up my mind on what I want to do, mm-hmm. and it'll just put me in a space where I'll be stuck if I don't make a decision. So, next portion of this question and answer session. <laughs> yeah, generalizations. Which ones do you hate the most? This is going to turn into another rant. <laughs> I cannot stand the crazy, okay, two-faced generalizations that come with the Gemini. Mm-hmm. It is the most consistent ones. Because literally, we are the most hated sign in the Zodiac. Nobody. Yes, we are the most hated in the Zodiac. That is without any type of debate is the Gemini is the most hated. Wow. So, literally, pay attention. Whenever it's May 20th, I want you to pay attention, which is the beginning of the Gemini. I want you to notice how many people will make posts, be like, oh, bitch, well, call me on June 20th or June 21st when this is over and it's cancer season. You know why. I can't. So, my thing is this. With gems, because, hello, representative. (laughs) People love to use the term crazy or two-faced, but the thing that nobody will ever own up to or say in their own right is what they did for this to happen. Mm. Nine times out of ten, you lied, you manipulated, and got upset when they got on ten. That's true. It takes, and I can't speak for everybody, but my patience is phenomenal. It takes a lot to get me to a boiling point. Mm. And I mean a lot. Like, y'all see this bubbly personality, this winning charm. Y'all see it. Y'all know it's here. Uh, but the minute you meet that other bitch, it takes a lot for her to show her head. Hmm. Because she don't take no shit from nobody. I know that's right. Okay? She don't. She don't got time for the fuck shit. So stop with the generalization saying that we're crazy, saying that um not even just crazy, I forget the other one I said, two faced. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's more so you created it. How the hell can you be upset at a scenario that you created? Sure. What is the word generalization for the leap? Uh there are two that I don't particularly care for. Mm-hmm. One is the indecisiveness. That's funny because that's what they say about gems. So yeah. We're very indecisive, mm-hmm. which I believe is true. And then the other is that all Libras are whores. Did they mistake Libra and Scorpio? <laughs> I mean, no. I'm not trying to be funny here, but Scorpios have a reputation of being whores. Well, see, and that's I think a lot of different signs get a bad rap just for behind generalizations because the Scorpios that I've known are not whores at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I what? think they get a bad rap because I, I the have, generalization of Scorpios being freaks. I have, that's another one. I have a generalization for Leos. I, I love and hate y'all at the same dance. <laughs> Why? 
I my I have friends and family that are Leos, and I can say for the men especially, when a male Leo is in love, they are the most annoying things on earth. <laughs> They're the most annoying, and in the females too, because everything is about their partner, mm-hmm. their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their husband, their wife. Every single faction of them is about who they're with. Yeah. And it's like, it becomes exhausting. I'm like, oh my God, shut up. We get it. Damn. Then you have the, especially for the men, for some odd reason, they're like, it's a hit or miss with the men, but how self centered male Leos are, mm. it's nauseating. I'm like, oh my god, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody cares. No one, no one barely cares about you. Shut the fuck up. Oh, shit. I get easily annoyed by Leos. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, literally, I'll turn them out. I'm like, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't have time for this. So would you say that Leos are the ones that you despise the most out of all of Zodiac? Okay. I had to write down the list. pondering. Yeah, Capricorn, Aquarius, those my sis, Pisces, eh, Lukewarm, Aries, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They can get added to the list. Uh, we got Taurus, <laughs> Jen, Hey Girl, Hey, Cancer, Hey Girl, Hey, Leo, Arrow, uh, Virgo, Hinnomus, Libra, then we have. I'm thinking, hold on. Scorpio. Scorpio, oh, Scorpio, hey girl, hey. And then, yeah, Sag. I love Sagittarius. Um, the only other sign on my shit list would be Aries. <laughs> so Leo and Aries. Leo and Aries. Because Aries, like, nobody wants to talk about how Aries love to mindfuck people. Oh, they are very, they are very mental. Like, they love mindfucking people. They get off on it. <laughs> like, if they could masturbate to mindfucking someone, they would. <laughs> Like, I, you're laughing, and I'm so serious. They get off on that shit. They live for it. I had an Aries boyfriend. I don't know if I experienced that one or not. Did you connect with him? I did. did on, a, on a mental level? Mm-hmm. Like, y'all connected? Did he ever do anything that might have been considered, like, mind-fucking you or making you think of something completely different? Mm-hmm. Making th- think of things in different scenarios or anything of the sort? Um... Mm. My first, one of my very first loves was an Aries, and Lord, he lived to my fuck. He lived for it. That's crazy. Lived. That's crazy. I don't know if I have a most hated zodiac sign. Because I get along with everybody pretty much. But I don't think I have one I'm just like, okay, I can deal without. I'm trying to think for it. I think with Libras. I think y'all don't mesh well with Leos either. One of my dearest friends is a Leo. It's a hit or miss. Yeah. Because I know for a fact one of my parents didn't get along with one of my other parents' siblings. And mm. he is a Leo. Mm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Was a Leo. Okay. That's why I'm like, y'all are hit or miss. And it takes a lot, especially with Libras, it takes a lot for you to get on their bad side. Yeah, it does. It takes a lot. It takes but a long time, but when you get there. When you get there, it ain't no coming back. It's no, done. It's wrapped. It's done. It's wrapped. They ain't not coming back. No, there's none. 
There's none. And it's the same thing that he said about a gym. Once it takes a lot for us to really not fuck with somebody. It takes a whole lot. Yeah, you really gotta work for it if you did it. And if you earned it, it's a wrap. If you earned being disrespected, it's a wrap. But it is what it is. Top three zodiacs to date. <sighs> for you. Sagittarius. Hmm. Um, Sag. Dare I say it, Aries? <laughs> My moon is an Aries too. Oh well, there you go. Um, and I'm gonna go on a limb here. I've never did. De- I've dealt with one, but I've never dated one. I don't want to date a Cancer. Really? I do. Because for some odd reason, cancers intrigue me. And this is beyond just because. They just intrigue me. What is it about them that intrigues you? They're actually very in tune with their emotions and people don't give them credit for it. Oh, they are. They are yeah. very in tune with you their emotions. You can't tell shit, though. I mean, hello? You can't tell a cancer nothing. I mean, hello? <laughs> I'm right, I'm right here, so what's They that? know it all. There's only one way their way. You can't tell them shit. You just literally spelled Virgo wrong. <laughs> you can't tell them shit either. You damn sure. The one possible horrible trait about a Virgo is they are fucking headstrong as shit. Listen. You cannot tell them nothing. <laughs> if they have convinced in their minds that this is how it should be done, any other way around besides what they believe it should be done, they are not trying to hear it. And when the shit backfires, they just wonder why. Mm. Like, no, bitch. I was telling you from jump, it was not going to fucking work. Oh, shit. Uh-uh. Headstrong motherfuckers. And I don't know what it is about me and Sages. Like, two of my best friends are Sages, and they love me. Mm-hmm. Um, Nigel, my other best friend is an Aquarius, and she... Me and her. That's my bitch. Shout out to Ashley. Um, but it's just ugh, Sagittarius has loved me. I attract Sagittarius like magnets. Mm. Don't know why. They just they adore me. Huh. Okay. Um for me. Mm, go ahead. Talk about it. I want to hear your top three signs today. Gemini. Everybody say <laughs> Gemini, definitely Gemini. At the top of the list, bitch. Uh, mm. Aquarius. I've dated two Aquarian men. Aquarians are fun. Smart ass mouth, bro. Mm-hmm. And Scorpio. Even though, what about him? The first Scorpio man I dealt with, I had to get rid of his ass. I had to get rid of him quick. Very sweet, very sweet. Mm. Great conversation, but baby, it's a little crazy. I'm gonna ask a bonus question sure. to this today. I don't know if you know your the answer to this, but I know mine. Okay. What is your love language? Oh, um, words of affirmation. 
Acts of service, acts of kindness. <laughs> Without a shadow of a fucking Words doubt. Words of affirmation is mine. Well, one of mine is a combination. But. Mine is two. Acts of service, acts of kindness. I am literally the embodiment of you can sit here and tell me you want to be here. Mm-hmm. If you're not showing me, you're speaking on deaf ears. No. It's like, I, no. See? I need more. Words of affirmation. I need more. Quality time yeah. and physical touch. Anybody say ew? Yeah. I mean, besides the two, the main two components to me, I would say physical touch and quality time are like at the top three. Yeah. For me, besides those two that are meshed into one. Yeah, because that was a combination. So. I had to ask that question. I'm like, we're talking about compatibility and things we like about science. I'm like, okay, so then you have to include love language. It's mm-hmm. only fair. Yeah. Only fair. It's very true. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. That's all I got today. Okay. So, Marley. Yeah. What is your mental health tip for the week? Get you some rest, child. Sleep. Mm hmm. Some rest. Take time. Your tone seems very pointed right now. It does? Yeah. Really? Oh. Uh, mm. Rest. Get you some sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm very bad at it. I need to do more of it. Yes, you do. Yes. And I've said this to you literally the last two times that you've been here. Oh, the last two times. I do. I really need to learn. You need to learn. just take a weekend and sit in your damn room and rest. Eat bonbons, watch Netflix, and rest for at least one weekend. There's so much to do out in the world. Yeah, and your body won't forgive you if you don't learn to rest it. Because you are like literally the only person I know that will wake up at 6 or 7 o'clock on a day on Saturday. Yeah. Bitch, I ain't getting out the motherfucking bed until 9 or 10. <laughs> got me crazy. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's what I'm about to Because you deserve. My mental health tip is more of a question. What's that? If you saw the red flags and you saw the person, why didn't you believe any of it? We gotta go. That wraps up today's episode. We gotta go. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh-huh. Shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Kalubi. Yes, Kalubi. Go get y'all a piece. Don't forget that code, WRYH2020, for 10% off your first order. I know y'all want y'all some shit. Get you some. Stop waiting on fucking Fashion Nova to deliver your shit. www.evelynkarubi.com. Go check her out. And the discount code is WRYH2020. That's it. That's it. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Be who?